This is a special New Year's series produced by myself, Jennifer Schwartz, and Gregory Gordon of Fitness for Consumption. And this series, The Fresh Fitness Perspective, is aiming to take a wide lens of the emerging intersection of the body positivity movement, fitness, and marketing. We are going to talk about culture, motivation, and where we land on certain topics that are very relevant to how we perceive fitness. We are going to have fun, we're going to experiment, and even discuss some 2023 trends. Thank you so much for being here, and have a happy new year from the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network. Welcome to the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast, part of the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network, where we put the power of dynamic fitness back in your hands one mental rep at a time. Effective thinking for potent fitness. Welcome to the show. We have a new friend in the house, Marcy Scott. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate that. Absolutely. We are looking for a fresh perspective in fitness for 2023 for our own lens. So, you know, I'm looking to find out what people are really asking for, find out how marketing is uh, affecting like driving the consumer and just discuss some trends that we've seen unfold and what might unfold for 2023. Sound good? Yes, it sounds fantastic. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I would love for myself and for the audience, I'm sure, some of your fitness origin story. So (laughs) um, I've been training since 2010. How I even got into the field was that I, um, I myself was overweight. So I was 100, although I'm not far right now because I've been drinking and eating, but (laughs) just the season, honey. Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was about 175, maybe 176 pounds. And for my frame being 5'5", that's too big for my frame. And it wasn't muscle, right? It was like body fat. Like there's a difference. You know, what I'm carrying right now is more muscle as well as body fat. So I'm like, I'm not super freaked out. I mean, a little, but not super. And so I decided that um, I needed to lose weight. And so I had my very first training session at a a big box gym. And I just remember the trainer taking me through this workout. And I just was looking at him like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? I don't understand why you're doing this to me. I came to for help. (laughs) However, I enjoyed it. And I didn't, the one thing that made me go get to training, right, was because I just remember this one pivotal moment. And I feel like everybody has it, like the origin, right? I was looking in my closet and I couldn't find Jack anything to wear. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't, I don't want to buy any more clothes. I have no interest in like going the size up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I like being a medium, a schmedium, you know, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I didn't want to buy. I'm like, I don't want. And at that time, I think I was at like a size 10 going on 12 and I'm like, and I was etching towards and to each their own, but I was etching towards that 14 and I was like, screw that. I'm not doing that. So that was my pivotal moment that I knew like I had to get it together. And so then that's when I went to the training and started training with this uh, trainer. But overall, that still didn't help. (laughs) (laughs) It really didn't help. Like I needed more, you know, like I would 
call myself working out and going running, but then I'd come home and make like this big country breakfast. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Potatoes, gravy and eggs and all that stuff. And I'm like, ooh, I'm eating good. (laughs) But it wasn't doing anything for my body. You know what I mean? So um, I still had to learn. Fast forward. all, And then even with that, I then there started going to the gym regularly and I realized that I really enjoyed working out. I realized that I enjoyed the feeling like, okay, I'm doing something. I'm sweating. I'm getting stronger. You know, two weeks ago, I couldn't do a level five on the Stairmaster. And then, you know, now I'm at a level six. Do you know what I mean? So it was Mm -hmm. just small little things. As I look back sitting here today that I realized that why I continued on with this health and fitness, uh, journey that I'm still on. Mm. And it wasn't until like 2010 that I got my 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 certification as a cycle instructor. Mm-hmm. And, and then I got my certification as a, a trainer, personal mm-hmm. trainer back in 2010. So that's how it started. And then I just kind of went down the fitness rabbit hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then where are you today with coaching and nutrition and working with people? So today I do online training I also do nutrition coaching. I've gone, I've gotten my degree to become a nutrition assistant, which is the lead way I, I could work at like, I could work at a school. I could work at an old person's home. I can work at a hospital. Do you know what I mean? So I have mm-hmm. that uh, that degree for that, but I chose to use it for the world. Mm, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. A broader, a broader audience than just those, those types of people. And um, so I offer that online fitness training, um, I offer nutrition coaching, and all the, the training that I do is literally just ha- giving programs, and then they check in with me throughout the week. I do do some virtual training, whereas I'm watching my clients <clears throat> do the work, you know, and then correct their form. But that's far and few in between. You know, it's still trading time for money, whereas I prefer to have more of a kind of a group thing than just specifically one-on-one. I do miss the one-on-one though, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I work almost, ex- I work exclusively one-on-one and it's more of like a therapeutic type of interaction. But yeah, I, I just love also like thinking about the origin story. You know, my step into it was definitely group exercise as well and cycling and and I just, when you said that I was like man she'd be fun in a cycling class. Oh, <laughs> I love teaching cycle. I love it. People either hate me or they love me. Majority of them love me. But it's yeah. so funny, Jennifer, me coming here to this region of the country cuz uh-huh. I was living in Los Angeles and I was working in Encino, like I was working in all these places like California is very health oriented. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mhm. So for me, coming from that demographic and then coming down here, down to the South, I'm still coming with that West Coast energy. I'm still Mm. coming with that hard hitting, that bass. I'm like, I need you to stay on beat. I need this. I need go. I need more. I need more. (laughs) Of course, without hurting yourself, right? Always that caveat. Out here, my class was filled for like maybe three weeks and people literally started to fall off there and every single thing that i heard like the feedback your class is too hard no it's not you're just not working hard enough and you're not willing to challenge yourself Mm -hmm. and there was no way that i was changing the way that i taught class Mm -hmm. fit because these people were like oh it's too hard okay well you know what i'm just gonna quit (laughs) well perception is a an interesting topic when we talk about our expectations for ourselves to like participate 
you know, in the level of participation. And, you know, sometimes I think about perception from this, like, really biological point of view, like, what chemicals go on in the brain from the food that we eat that gives us, you know, like allows mental clarity, not gives us, allows mental clarity. And having mental clarity is like a really good thing for, you know, perceiving like what can be done, like a, like a, you know, how hard you can push yourself. But on the other end, if like, you know, you're, you're not feeling well mentally, you know, and a lack of self love and just interest, you know, in doing things for yourself like that, all that creates a whole different perception of like what working out is and what exercise is. So yeah, that would be an, in, like, that would be an interesting experiment if we took group exercise classes and just like start switching the instructors with zip codes and just to see the different reception and perception and what's going on there. <laughs> I learned so, firsthand. That was definitely something that I was, it was, it was a little bit of a, um, yeah, not, well, not necessarily an ego, a blow to the ego, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. Like I remember one, one member saying she didn't like my music. Mm. And my first <laughs> knee jerk reaction was how dare you? <laughs> Right. Knee jerk. I didn't say, obviously I didn't say that, but Mm -hmm. I got that feeling in the pit of my stomach and that's what it was. And I was like, you, but then I listened and I talked to a girlfriend who's still back in LA and she trains older women. Mm -hmm. And it's an older demographic here, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had to keep that in mind. And so I did change my music a little bit. It didn't make my workouts any easier, but Mm -hmm. if you prefer, meaning this group preferred, you know, seventies, in comparison to Daft Punk, okay, fine. I don't have a problem with that because I can still find the BPM and Mm -hmm. I'm still going to push you and you still need to do it. (laughs) Yeah, clap emoji, whatever. (laughs) Um, Whatever sound effect I can make with that. So I, yeah, I think it's a good uh, time to go over to this like body positivity movement that we're in the middle of, like culturally speaking. and. You know, like what role do you think that has played on your demographic in in the South now? Like what what do you think? But my in my region, I yeah. see a difference in first of all, bodies. So yeah. we just did a my husband and I just traveled from California in the RV because he finally mm-hmm. came home. So we did a four-day track. This was about maybe three, three weeks ago now. Cool. After Thanksgiving. So maybe about okay. four. And Jennifer. Again, coming from California, right? You're in the East Coast, you're in New York. So, you know, New York, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, very health conscious, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, really New York and Los Angeles. They, those two places, you know, you've got workout people, they want to look good, they eat well. You've got shops and smoothie shops, green juices on there on every corner, just like every liquor store, right? If there's a liquor store, there's a smoothie shop right next, right next to it. That's true. Yeah. Right. It just is. So that's what I have been accustomed to. So coming through the country and just even being here, because I've been here now for a year and a half. And (laughs) as I said, I put on weight since, you know, June, because I've been partying since June. 
<laughs> I've been my welcoming birthday, myself since June. You know, like I get it. And we're human. So I allow that grace, right? There are moments uh-huh. in time we got to allow ourselves some grace. Hell yeah. 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 However, even with me putting on the like the nine to 10 pounds that I have, I'm still the smallest person in my group. Mm-hmm. And then for me, if I went home, I would be considered a little bit thicker because, you know, I've been eating and drinking and doing all those things. The women here and the men, they're just bigger. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I, we're down south. Mm-hmm. It's bigger. And I noticed that I don't go to the mall very often because why? But I do a lot of, <laughs> I was just correct for what? I was just doing Christmas shopping and I was on a really popular brand. And I don't know if I can say na- names or not, but mm-hmm. I um I just noticed there were just these triple X women mm-hmm. wearing, you know, athletic gear. Mm-hmm. Now there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like people should be able to have clothing that fits their body type. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but I find like, it's just, it's, it's almost promoted. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's almost promoted. It's okay. Uh, what's her name? The singer Lizzo. She's a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect example. I get it. Be comfortable in your body, right? Mm-hmm. No fat shaming whatsoever. However, are we not thinking about your insides? Are we not mm-hmm. thinking about your heart, your joints? You know, how hard your heart has to work in order to transfer all of that energy, the blood, right? The oxygen coming in and out. Like, how hard is your heart working? Now, she's mm-hmm. pretty athletic. I've seen her on stage, right? Mm-hmm. That girl splits. I can't even do splits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I find like not every single woman is like that. And not every single person that's big has got diabetes. Like I, I've mm-hmm. known of people that are bigger that don't have it. However, they do have joint issues. Mm-hmm. They do have heart issues, right? Because they are bigger. So I don't know when, I don't know when it happened. I really don't. It literally just seeped into the, the seams of fitness it's see, I'm okay with this. I, I this is how I want to look. I don't want to do. I mean, you want to die? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, you can't feel good. Mm-hmm. You can't feel good if you're laying on your back, and Lizzo's a big woman, and you got titties in your face, <laughs> blocking off your air passage. Yeah. Right? She's. I snore. Yeah. I know she got to snore. She has yeah. to be calling down the house, and yeah. then <laughs> do you know. Uh- <laughs> oh, oh my god they're like somebody turn the vacuum on you got the walls coming in as she's breathing in and then being pushed up you've seen cartoons like that right when the yeah <laughs> you know but in all seriousness like i don't think that's healthy right yeah. and i feel like women and men should want to take better care of themselves mm-hmm. they should want to live longer you know, why, why, why walk around being uncomfortable? And anybody who says that they are comfortable, they're lying. I refuse mm. to believe that they are lying. If you tell me walking around with 200 pounds or extra 90 to hundred pounds on a, on a, on a short frame, mm-hmm. that you're comfortable. You can't be com- I look at these women and I'm just like, you can't, how are you breathing? How are you breathing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I've had that. I've had those thoughts go through my head. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got to study like on these cadavers and multiple times. And I just always remember walking out of those sessions and like, I wish everybody could see this. 
Because you see, when you can see the fat on the organ, like you're, you're, I, it, you, it, to me, it's like looking at your jewelry and not like cleaning it. It's like, yeah. I want to take care of it. You know, I, I, I really admire this thing. And I, you know, when I looked at the, like the, the cadaver liver, <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, whoa, like we all look the same on the inside. Once you like, uh, not same, same, but like, you know, the shapes and, all that stuff. I mean, it is, it is, it's shifting. It has, you know, that, that did shift my mind to like, have those thoughts of like, how does the frame support this, all this extra weight? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm working through my own stance or on body positivity. Cause I, I don't know if it's okay to promote like what, what might be an unhealthy way of living. Like, I just don't, I, I, I don't know. So, you know, but the mannequins are getting larger. Our population by statistically, statistically is as well. There's no signs of that slowing down, which also makes me think like, does that mean that the exercise industry hasn't helped itself from the decades of the same type of you know, highlighting the skinny hot person, you know, that marketing has that failed us? You know, is that not powerful enough over like, I don't know, the the huge consumption of seed oils and trans fats and, and things that are in the standard American diet and the motivation to eat those things. So I, I mean, hey, maybe it's maybe it is the thing that's going to start welcoming people into like the next generation of American waistline statistics. <laughs> I hope because yeah. I don't know. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it's what is it teaching our children? Mm. Right. Mm. When I again, another thing that I see just down here is like I see big kids. That breaks my heart. It yeah. breaks part. I look at the kids and then yeah. I look at the parents and I'm like, oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I teach my children, my grandchildren, my daughter, she's active, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't want to keep her so active that she can't have a chance to be a kid, but honey, she's in there <laughs> two days a week. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. in two to three hours per day. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo, I'm, I'm, I re- and then we eat healthy. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I still have cookies in my house. Right. Yeah. However, they're not Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're cookies that are, they're, I just taught this. They look um, like cookies. <laughs> they look like cookies. Right. But they've got monk fruit in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's sweet. My daughter can't tell the difference. What she can tell though, every time Halloween comes around, she eats maybe three days worth of candy. And after that, she's like, mommy, I'm done. Great. Mm. My job is done. Right. Mm-hmm. We still got candy. I just had two pieces yesterday. We still got candy in there because she doesn't ask for it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I see all these parents like giving marshmallows for lunch. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I went to Morocco in October. Oh, nice. How was that? Well, it's a beautiful place. I, it has a huge piece of my heart now. And my fiance is also Moroccan. Yeah, it has a big piece of my heart, that country. And there's no overweight children. Um, you also don't see many girls running around playing out in the street, but there are a lot of boys. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you know, that's a whole nother cultural thing. But right, right. um, 
Yeah, it, but it did make it did um every time I've traveled, I've always been like, oh, that's that is different about the states. I really see that. And when and I tra- traveled away. 20 years ago, it was it was still I remember when I was a 20-year-old traveling the world by myself and 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 noticing how much uh smaller framed Europeans were, period. And even like the way that the sizes are done in stores, even back then, it was like that. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, as a parent of a female, like, do you see the 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 body positivity movement as far as like in her like social groups? Are they are do they even talk about body sizes? Are they, you know what I mean? Um, there was a little girl, they don't really, cause I think like even with her dance troupe, they're, they're all different sizes, right? Mm-hmm. My daughter is not the leanest, mm-hmm. um, but she's not the biggest. So she's somewhere towards like that spectrum, this being lean, this being the heaviest, you know, she's like right in here. She's mm-hmm. more muscular. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think anybody, like, I don't, I don't hear them talking about that. Right. Mm-hmm. They wear the little two tops and some of them have little bellies and, but they're, they're all active. Mm-hmm. There's a little girl that is um, her best friend at school. And I remember her talking, mommy, I'm, what is she, what is she, not fat. She didn't use that. Maybe she did use that word. I'm getting fat or her arms were getting fat, she said. And I'm like, dude, you're six, seven. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean your arms are getting yeah. fat? You know? However, I was just over there yesterday and I can tell that she's putting on weight. Why? Because she's not as active. Mm-hmm. I feel that parents, right? And there's another parent. And her daughter, you know, she would say, oh, she's, you know, l- my little chunky. And I'm just like, mm, you should probably stop that. Yeah. You know I mean? oh, it's yeah. not my place to tell her that, but yeah. I would always come back with, no, she's great. She's a good, I mean, I can tell she's thick. However, her parent doesn't have her in doing any activities. So yeah. what the, this generation is now doing is playing on the iPad or playing on computers. They don't go outside, mm-hmm. right? My daughter has a bike. She's written it twice. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want to fall. First of all, that's not my job. That's daddy's job. Do your job. I'm not, I do everything else. I'm not doing that. Yeah. But I do take her. (laughs) I do take her to dance and I make sure she's active. Right. Yeah. So I don't really worry about that with my kid, but I do look at her friends. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like they're not as active as my kid. And, you know, I want to, and some parents just don't have the finances to be able to do what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I completely get that. Go outside and throw a Frisbee with your child. Right. Mm-hmm. Get a ball. We live in the freaking country. There's not it's not a, a ton of cars riding around here, which is what I really enjoy. So mm-hmm. these kids can be outside. Yes, I know it's 44 degrees. Put on a damn jacket. Yeah. Though I mean they would do it if exactly. yeah, I mean they they would go outside if if they were given the opportunity. Opportunity. Um, you yeah. know what I mean? So I just again it really boils down to the parents to teach the children that be active, go outside and do something. You know, I was outside all the time when I was growing up, you mm-hmm. know. At the oh, beginning, yeah. when the street lights came on, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it's just it is definitely different, and I definitely see the difference in you know the, the the way that these parents you know are teaching, you know, and it does affect the way that they talk to them, right? If mm-hmm. you're telling your child that she's thick and chunky now, how is that going to affect her when she gets older? Yeah, you know well, I mean? yeah, we definitely know it will. Like it, the you know the the little brain will. And the emotional brain will hold on to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I don't, I don't, and I, it saddens my heart to see that. And hopefully she'll, 
you know, find a way to switch the way that she speaks to her kid. So, yeah, I mean, we just went through a whole spectrum of the good and bad of this thing (laughs) is exactly what just happened. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's exactly why it's called Think Fit, Be Fit. Like, I, you know, it's like we need to work through these polar ends of things. Like, what does it mean to, like, actually have a good rationale for your exercise and for your fitness and for your self-guidance? What if I told you the biggest thing standing in the way of peak performance is potentially something as simple as changing how you breathe? We at Think Fit, Be Fit rely on science for new ways to optimize performance. That's why we've partnered with NeuroPeak Pro and their new product, the Intel Belt. NeuroPeak has developed the next generation of wearable tech. This belt is a real-time training device designed to teach users how to breathe properly in order to strengthen their resilience to stress, recover quickly, and effectively execute the task in front of them. If you're ready to begin unleashing the true power of breath, Download the free NeuroPeak Pro app to experience their precision breath training or dive deeper into the science of breath training by visiting thinkfitbefitpodcast.com slash NPP. Your best training is a breath away. So we have another show in the network. It's called uh, Peach Pit. And we love talking about trends and, and trying to find out or help the listener find out and ask good questions about the trends. Like what would that help me? You know, it just be just to be able to look at the internet and look at something that's fun and sexy and say, is that what should I, should I run to the gym right now and do that? Or should I like look into this a little bit more? Cause that looks a little weird and dangerous. And so Anyways, so we cover so much stuff and I bring that up because I think like an interesting part of this body positivity movement is like women strength training, you know, and how like CrossFit has kind of also like nudged us that way. Like just seeing women with more muscle outside of like a show. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, I just think all that's interesting. And so like, have you seen... um you know, like women change their minds on like, quote unquote, getting bulky through like the last decade of. I think the culture has changed a little, not drastically, but a little. I think more women are now because they see more Instagram, right? That is the best way to even go. Instagram has now with all these fit influencers and all these people, you know, with muscle, I think it's become a little bit more normalized. Mm -hmm. Again, it really just depends on where they're located. I find that older women, I've gone to the gym and go and like just me working out and just paying attention to people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's there's older women that are doing five pounds. I'm like, what the Mm. five pounds ain't going to do nothing, honey. Yeah. Yeah. You were lifting groceries more than that for a long time. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, what are you doing with that? I was talking to one of the... um, dance mom's moms who's an older woman and she's like oh i do five pounds here and there and i was just like stop yeah you're wasting (laughs) one energy and time just stop i said if you can do five pounds and hit it for 20 reps that means it's too freaking light for you go heavier you know so it's really it's trying to get maybe i should say the older generation to understand because Mm -hmm. again 
they're used to hearing, you know, I don't want to get bulky or don't list more than that because that's not sexy. I think the younger generation is okay with it. I also feel like the younger generation focuses on specific body parts and not <laughs> yeah. the whole body, right? Mm -hmm. I did a rant on this two weeks ago. I think I got like thousands of hits. These people <sighs> were just like, oh my God, that was so funny. Oh God, <laughs> tell me. Yeah, do tell. Right, because mm -hmm. it annoys me. I was at the end of my set and I was doing some pull-ups and I just looked at this dude. There was two guys and they were doing chest, right? They mm -hmm. were going heavy. But then I scrolled down and looked at their little legs. Jen, their mm -hmm. legs were like sticks and their pants were falling off their hips. They didn't have a butt. Their butt <laughs> was so flat. And I was like, why? Why are you only focusing on the show me body parts? So then I looked across the room and saw a girl. And I've seen this girl do the same thing. She was working on legs. And her upper body was as scrawny, was scrawny. It had no definition. So she was lopsided. They were both mm -hmm. lopsided. They could have just literally merged their bodies together and it would have been a perfect body. Uh -huh. so, mm -hmm. like, women, stop focusing so much on your glutes, mm. right? You need to be able, like you need your legs to bend down to pick groceries up, but you also need your arms and upper body, right? Yeah. Like, that chicken leg, big butt trend was very strange. I don't know what that was purely uh, injections. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there was an attempt in the gym to get that. That was weird. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, it's it's not going to go away because people got so many injections based on that. But it's uh, like build your hamstrings. <laughs> how you know, like how you go from nothing to like, but and it's like, what the hell is that? I'm. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. I love hamstrings, right? I love doing them. I hate them. I love them. I love to hate them. They're my favorite. Yeah. They're right. Yeah. They're, they're challenging, right? If you go heavy enough. But um, I do see that trend. And it's like, stop, stop, sh stop working on just your butt and mm -hmm. stop working on just your, you know, show me uh, body parts. I can't stand that. So I think that, I think that's the newest trend, you know, mm -hmm. and I think women need to be more focused on full body, full body, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm. So do dudes. Like I yeah. told you, for dudes, if you're not working on your legs, means you ain't satisfying your partner. Point blank. <laughs> Point blank. You know, yeah. like you need your legs and your abs and your hips for so much more <laughs> than what you think. And if you're not putting it in, honey, well then your partner's out there. Yeah, doing it's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's funny you say that because like you know the legs and like the muscle of the legs can like really help with like you know the blood pressure and like you know keeping things strong <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah i actually had someone do a blood pressure test on my leg yesterday on my calf and it was for like a wellness check mm -hmm. they did the blood pressure here they also did it standing and then they did it on my calf and one, it hurt. I have really nice calves and it just squeezed the fuck out. And, really? and I, yeah. And I was like really confused, but then I looked into it and I was like, oh, that is actually smart. Like you want to know the return. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've never heard that done, but now I'm going to go do it. I have a, a, a blood pressure machine. Yeah, she, I'm yeah, go she, do my she went to the cat. It doesn't take as long to, to pressurize. It's, it's, it's different. It, it was like much faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but the uh the trend like of you know women like not having to lift more than five pounds, I mean, I thought that was all over everywhere, everywhere that had like modern fitness trends. 
especially like, gosh, before 2020, that was like so... It was like just the polar opposite of CrossFit, basically. It was like, and it was, I, I mean, and I still like will get these ads from Tracy Anderson because I'll like hate watch that, you know, on like, I, it'll like come up on my feed and I'll be like, oh, I'll get, I get so mad. And that means I watch it like six times. So then, then I get hit on the algorithm mm-hmm. and I keep getting these awful videos of women Is lifting no weight. Around? Yeah. Yeah. She's still doing 2.5 pounds? 2. Point, I know. She hasn't progressed. That's that's a problem. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> I need to look at her size. She's on IG, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, I still I get ad, I I literally get ads for her. So I know she's still seeking cuz it's not like I even follow. It's yeah. like I I'm getting targeted. <laughs> Why? She was like, stop. I, I know. More than 2.5 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so that's like, like so anti-science or even common sense. It sure is. Like yeah. you can't lift two and a half to five pounds for six years. No. Let alone like six weeks. And honestly, like I, I fully support, like if you do anything when you're a beginner for like three or four weeks, you're going to see like something change. Mm-hmm. And I just, but. <laughs> but the body adapts. Yeah. You, you know? need more. Yeah. You got to yeah, understand. After that, like I always yeah. tell my clients constantly progress every two to three weeks. You need to go up. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had female clients and they're like, but this, this is good. No, it's not. Stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want arms like you. Yeah. I lift 25 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Minimum. You know, like. Yeah. yeah. Um, two and a five to put, put the 2.5, take the point out and put it 25. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I think there's still like this bias against women. So they'll like do like the booty pumps and the frog pumps and the hip thrust until their uterus caves in from the, the, the barbell uterus. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, that, but they're not going to do like overhead presses. They're not going to use the barbell another way. I don't think. You know, here's my my own personal. <laughs> I just sat here and remembered I didn't do upper body for years. Right? Oh. Why didn't I do it? Because I had boob job, mm. and I was like, I don't want to pop my boobs. <laughs> but then my ex husband, he's like, you're not going to pop your boobs. Pick up a freaking weight. And do some chest presses. And I was like, I don't want to. What if I get too bulky? You're not going to get bulky. He was like, you're not eating like that. He was like, you're not on steroids. You're not doing that. The body can't magically turn you into a bulk unless you're eating and and are either taking extra stuff in order to make uh, get that way. Yeah. Huge surplus. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Right. And I know I wasn't. And I just remember... When I first did it, I was, you know, scared. But once I did it, I became in love with doing chest press. I Mm. love doing chest. I love doing working on my back, my shoulders. The one thing that I've heard a lot of women say to me when they look at me when I'm better shaped than I am right now is be like, how did you get your arms that way? Or Mm. I like your arms or or they'll compare it and say, I want Michelle Obama arms. Oh, that's still a thing. Yeah. Right. Right. But Michelle Obama, she was working out with the trainer, right? And I know she was working more than just five pounds. She had to have because she had some nice arms. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. like it's like, and I always tell them, like, you got to lift more than 10 pounds, honey, mm. more than five pounds. You have to like add on. And that's the one thing that I preach as we get older. The one thing that's going to keep us healthy longer is by adding, you know, uh, weight bearing exercises to our routine, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to prevent our muscles from atrophying and it's going to keep our, our bones strong. Especially women, as we get older, osteoporosis starts to set in. We start to shrink. You know what I mean? It's like we need to do more than just five pounds. Like after that, you're just starting out. Or like I've done it on when I've ridden my bike, they'll have like the exercises with the light arms. I mean, mm -hmm. if you do that enough repetitions while you're doing the bicycle, okay, great, as an in-between. But even still, I'm still reaching for those 20, 25, 30 pounds on, on every other day if I'm mm -hmm. doing 2.5 or 5 pounds, you know, in between, mm -hmm. right? To create mm -hmm. that definition. So there's a method to that, Matt. There's a method to that, but just doing it five days a week, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I did read an update about Michelle Obama. Mm, okay. uh, Michelle, Ob I had like spot that out. That sounded terrible. Um, it sounded like I had a three cocktails the way I just said her name. Um, <laughs> Don't get so, me started. <laughs> um, oh my God. It, well, it's kind of sad. She said she's like given up on like having toned arm because she's in menopause. Yeah, it's in it was in um People and Vanity Fair. I read it in Vanity Fair and it's like a short little it was like a short little blurb because I think she just came out with a new book and so she's like making the circuit, you know? And it was in one of those interviews like she said she, in the interview Obama spoke about her changing approach changing her approach to how she takes care physically now that she's getting older she goes some of it's menopause some of it's aging she said i find that i cannot push myself as hard as i used to that doesn't work out for me and that's when i tear or pull a muscle or something and then i'm out so she's like talking about her bo her body like not recovering from exercise essentially and i feel like she's well resourced enough where she could come where she could beat that excuse first of all took that right out of my mouth i'm like i know she's got access to somebody <laughs> she's got doctors she's got eight anti-aging specialists honestly the anti-aging specialist that i use is called collagen <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have a lot of tricks <laughs> right. And it doesn't cost that much. Right. Mm -hmm. And you you stretch. Right. Mm -hmm. You take recovery supplements, BCAAs. You drink, have a lot of, you know, glutamine. That's the first three things that I tell my clients to purchase when they first start working with me. Glutamine is good stuff. Yeah. Glutamine. They use it in hospitals. Mm. They use it in hospitals for people who have bed sores. I yeah. learned so much um, by being in the nutritional clinicals of things that I was already using and didn't understand. Like even the medical field uses this stuff. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. So glutamine is definitely like all my aid top things to get. But Michelle Obama, she should be able to rest and recover. And if she's not, if she's pushing herself too hard, then change her workout. You yeah. know, I find like you don't need to work out for two hours in the gym, right? Do hit. Three times mm -hmm. a week, do some walking, right? Like, yeah. I'm confused with that statement. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little upsetting. And yeah, I mean, and I think like moving over to the next stop on the body positivity train here is ageism. Yeah. Because that's a perfect example. Like I've heard it. I, you know, it's very common for people just to, say i'm i'm 45 i'm not getting on the treadmill anymore my knees don't like it 
It's so funny. <laughs> I talked to my client. We're really good friends. We've been friends for eight years, seven years, eight years. And we're literally the same age. I'm 47. She's 46. She just turned 46. And we talk about that. You know, there are day, there's days, Jen, that I that I don't want to work out, right? Because I have back issues, right? I, my knee hurts. My foot hurts. Like there's so many excuses that I could use. But I also know that I like to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I know if I don't do anything for three days, I feel like crap. I just, I don't feel well. My body. So true. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. so now you're saying that if you worked out all the way until 45 and because these aches and pains are getting you, you mean to tell me you feel good after three days? I know I can't be the only one. Mm-hmm. I can't be the only one. And at 45 is when you should keep going. You don't have to work out like you did when you were 25. Let me tell you, I can't. Like I can't spend two hours in the gym like I used to trying to get prepared for, you know, getting on stage. Mm-hmm. I walk in the gym and I'm like, okay, I'm in here for an hour. I got to go. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be in there. And there's so many other things that I can do on the outside. Like I walk my dog minimum two miles a day, mm-hmm. right? One, because he needs it. And two, it's still creating that active lifestyle without just saying, oh, I'm I'm giving into age. Well, fuck age. No, mm-hmm. let's not do that. Let's not t- Let's not use age as an excuse. If you've done it, keep going. You may not have to go as hard as you used to, but keep going. Like, I don't understand that. But we do joke about just giving up. (laughs) Mm. We're going to give up at 80. We're going to give up at 80. We're going to move to an island and start smoking and smoking cigars and drinking with commandable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but you might enjoy that so much that you might have to work out in the morning. So you like feel decent. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Might be like, well... Yeah, I got to get my blood flowing. So (laughs) (laughs) no, my gosh. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun. I, you know, really enjoyed that. And it's also like, just to confirming my assumption that, you know, this, what we're seeing, like change in the in in fitness marketing, I think it, it, you know, it should be confusing to me. And I know it's confusing to other people. So it's important that we like, take some time to get to know ourselves, take care of ourselves and learn what's right for, you know, one, you, you're, you're one person, you, what's right for you. And hopefully you run into a fun, great expert like yourself or me along the way. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think is going to be trending in the 2023? Oh my God. I don't know. Probably more of the same, you know, big Mm -hmm. life. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what the new trend is. I'm hoping the new trend is eat better, Mm. (laughs) eat better for your health. Right. Um, I go on rampages all the time in my group meetings about, um, the FDA. I can't stand them. They're trying Mm. to kill us Mm. slowly. They're trying to kill us slowly and they're hiding it. Right. And people are just not aware or they're choosing Mm -hmm. not to be aware. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping we get more people talking about eating better so that your body can feel better. So that even if you decide that being bigger is for you, which I find to be stupid, Mm -hmm. but even if you find that being bigger is for you, still eat well. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because even if you ate well and didn't work out, people could still lose weight. And -hmm. now your body is functioning better. You have less brain fog, you know? So Let's start our own trend. The new trend for 2023 is eat well to live longer. Mm. <laughs> That's a new trend. <laughs> That's a new trend. Yeah. 
Yeah, we just finished up like this season of self-care on Think Fit, Be Fit. And the idea was like to present different ways to view self-care instead of the normal like narrative. It's like, you better take care of yourself. You know, it's like, what if we just shared a different way to look at it? Like we had a, we had an approach like from like acupuncture. It was like seasonal self-care. Like you do this in the fall, you do this in the winter, you do this in the spring and just different things, different tools. So what's in your toolbox besides exercise for self-care? So for me, my self-care is because I'm constantly moving and active. So let's start with this. Let me start from the inside out. Mm. For me, my self-care is taking supplements and vitamins, right? Mm. And then I've just added in because it's winter time. So I added in elderberry, Mm -hmm. keep myself healthy and not sick because I have a kid. And then at nighttime, what I do is lemon juice with apple cider vinegar, Mm -hmm. turmeric, uh, cayenne pepper, and ginger, Mm -hmm. right? Of course, I need black pepper as well as um, water. I add to that. Um, and I do that at nighttime, one, because it helps with digestion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps with the flow, just getting everything moving, right? Mm-hmm. I'm an advocate for that because if your your insides are moving properly, then you know your body is working at its at its best and it's able to expel. Mm-hmm. Right. We talk about everything on my on my thing. So <laughs> I use more graphic words than that. I'm yeah. trying to- <laughs> I like expel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I do from the inside. And then again, because I enjoy drinking, so I have to make sure that I keep a, a balance, right? I don't mm-hmm. want anything overly, and I want my, my insides to be too acidic. And then I do a lot of yoga, yoga and stretching in the evening. It helps calm my mind. It helps me kind of reflect on the day, and it keeps me from having too many aches and pains. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said earlier, my back, I've gone through a couple of procedures for my back. I've had ablation already done twice. I've got mm-hmm. issues with my hips because of my back. I've got issues with my hips because of the the, the footwear that I have inside of my shoes it kind of brings me off. And then I've had foot surgery, right? So I have aches and pains. I got an issue with my right shoulder too. So I find that for me, because I am older, right? That in order for me to continue feeling at my best, waking up the next morning, yoga. And if mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing yoga, simply watching a movie and stretching, right? Mm-hmm. That's simple, Mm-hmm. You know, most people are like, I don't have time to stretch. Yes, you do. You're just mm-hmm. not making time for it. You know, yeah. if you can sit back and watch your nighttime show or watch football, because mm-hmm. it is football season, right? That game is on for two hours. You mean to tell me you can't take 30 minutes to sit there and watch that? You know, there's a halftime show for 15 minutes, you know? It's yeah. Not so those are the things that I do to keep myself my self-care. And then I journal, you mm-hmm. know, at nighttime and the first thing in the morning, nighttime, what I'm grateful for and what I've accomplished for the day Mm. in the morning, what I want to accomplish for the day. And Mm. I'm grateful for, you know, and I find that for me keeps me pretty centered. Mm. Yeah. I have one. I have a little journal. It's not, well, it's kind I can journal or I can just like visualize it where I have a funeral for every day. What? Yeah. I tell like all the things that I want to take with me the next day. And then there's like the things I want to like, just not just to stay like they're going to go die because, because like they happened yesterday, they happened earlier today and that's the end of it. I'm I'm taking away its energy. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So I like that. It's a, you know, it's got like a punch to it. It's like kind of like, you know, like, cause it's like, I I needed more than 
I, yeah, it just, it really helps me. I love it. Anyways, another more self-care tips from Jen's morbid <laughs> brain. So anyways, tell people where to find you. And um, I can't wait to share this with the podcast world. I'm so excited. This has been wonderful. I'm so excited you have you asked me to be on. I love it. Um, my website is phoenixtribefitness.com. My Instagram, my TikTok, my those two have phoenix.tribe.fitness are my mm-hmm. handles. Facebook is Marcy Scott or Coach Scott. And then um, is that it? Oh, LinkedIn is just literally my mm-hmm. name. Cool. I'm like well, something else. Oh, and All I right. do have a YouTube channel. Again, it's under um, phoenixtribefitness.com. And I yeah. do lives every week, at least two to three times a week, talking just about stuff, health, cool. nutrition. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. I love your uh, logo. That's yeah. with the Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. All right. Yeah. So we'll Phoenix take a picture Tribe real Fitness. quick. There yeah. we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I appreciate this. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend and happy holidays to you. Yes, happy new year. Happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. If you're interested in further resources, check out or visit our website, thinkfitbefitpodcast.com.